Hello, beautiful people, and welcome to another episode. I think it is number 32, I believe, episode of Project Tonic. Thank you for tuning into the Nonsense Weekly. We appreciate you. Uh, we were actually recording this on Valentine's Day. This just happened upon accident, but one of us is very having a, a okay day, and one of us is very bitter about the holiday that he even sent me a text of his tweet. And then later on, I got a notification about it because my other accounts follow him. So, you know, <laughs> even though we may not be in a lovey-dovey mood, we still want to share uh, with you some, maybe some maybe some advice, maybe some horror stories, maybe some, I mean, we already kind of did in previous episodes that you can listen to. Um, but anyways, I'm one half of the podcast. It's Lily Caesar Sassy or whatever you like to call me, as long as not rude because I will cry about it. I'm a very sensitive person. I, today I'm drinking water. I got off work at six. It's very snowy. I am very exhausted. I am very low energy. Um, Sergio, introduce yourself. Let us know how you're doing. If you're doing anything fancy. And how are you feeling on this fine Valentine's Sunday? Well, 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 well. I hope all the couple that people <laughs> are happy. I am bitter. This is, mm-hmm. uh, why can't we just change this, day, this holiday into Singles Appreciation Day, as I'm rather be celebrating than people being in love and shit and stuff like that. I am bitter. I am concerned for a growing population on this world, and it's concerning me. I am pissed. I am mm-hmm. drinking something nasty that mm-hmm. I made in my kitchen like not even ten minutes ago, which is ginger ale, this mm-hmm. Lacroix, uh, Lacroix watermelon, sparkling water with. Mm-hmm. Vodka and lemon and lime juice. I'm mad. <laughs> <laughs> he's mad, guys. If you didn't hear the emphasis, he's very upset. Um, I'm um, honestly, my day has been pretty awful, and not even because of like Valentine's. Like everyone, like if I, I say this every literally every podcast, but I am, I am engaged. I do have a fiance. Sergio, Sergio feels a certain type of way about marriage, but it's okay. We can get into that. <laughs> we can get into that a little bit later in the episode. But, um, it was, it's very, it started snowing literally overnight and I had to walk to work. And granted, I didn't really have to walk to work, but people were offering me rides, but I didn't know that until I literally got to work. Um, but yeah, I had to like work my way through the snow. And then for some reason there was, for some, whatever reason, I don't know if they had to go to work as well, but I was walking to work because I had to walk through snow to get to work, right? I don't live very far from my job, but still it was a bitch to get to. This other person was just out there for whatever reason. I don't know if you like had to go to the store or if you had to go to work or if his apartment was the other way. But he wasn't even like bundled up. When I tell it was seven degrees when I left this morning mm-hmm. to go to work, right? Seven degrees. So I put on like the, the thickest layer of pants that I had and I had a sweater, a hoodie, and another jacket, and then I had a shawl over me and I had my gloves on. Because if it's seven degrees, you want to be bundled up. Literally like that kid from uh uh a Christmas story, you know, you don't want your arms to be able to go down. You need to be, uh, need to be comfy and uh, un- uncomfortably layered. He literally only had on, uh, like a hoodie, a shirt, no mask, and just uh, like jogging pants. And I'm sure when he got into wherever he was going, he was covered in snow, and it was cause just a disaster. And then I've been working, I think, four days in a row. And I still have two more days of work before I get a day off. Oh and God. so my feet are killing me. I am very tired. I don't want to do anything at work anymore. I'm literally running on E, but I'm here. Um, I don't, I'm not really celebrating anything, honestly. Um, my uh, my boss got us donuts that said Happy Valentine's Day, and then some of the people up front passed out candy to the morning people. So that was that was nice, you know. But other than that, I am just ready to go to bed for the day. Honestly, I'm ready to be curled up in my bed and have my cat next to me and watch some YouTuber clips, read some gossip online, and just go to sleep because I am done with today. 
<laughs> how are you oh. feeling, Sergio? How are you? What is your thoughts and your manifesto on today's day and Saint Valentine and hating people who you know? You know what you are. No, well, you're just that tweet like you, that says, I'm ti- "If y'all are cuddling under the tired. fan, I hope the fan falls on y'all." That's you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm just ready to go to bed. Go to. I'm gonna cry myself tonight to tonight to sleep mm-hmm. and just go like, "Why am I alone again?" You know, and you know. I hate this holiday oh. just because, like, ugh, it's awful. It just makes single people feel horrible, like they've chosen a wrong path in life. And I'm here to stand on for our single folks who listen to this podcast and say, we single people will rule the day one day. Mm-hmm. And we will I eliminate like the holiday of, cap- word. Of, of Valentine's Day. No more. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Valentine's is definitely one of one of the one of those uh, hallmark holidays that doesn't necessarily need to be celebrated. Like one of my coworkers said today, I don't know why he talks to me, but he does for whatever <laughs> reason. He's like, "Oh, it's just they just make just make make things more expensive on this one day or whatever." And I was like, "Yeah, that's true, because you can get roses and a teddy bear any other day for literally twenty dollars cheaper, but on Valentine's Day, of course, you're going to spend exactly. hundred dollars on roses because they're the organic, pesticide free, and then the giant teddy bear that every person in the world wants. I think everyone deserves a giant teddy bear and." I got a giant teddy bear, um, actually, I think, like, six or five, some amount of time ago. Someone, for some reason, because I had a date on Valentine's Day, uh, got me a giant teddy bear and flowers. And I was very nice with it. And I still have that teddy bear for whatever reason. But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, even if you're, like, because some people don't even call it Valentine's. Some people just call it Love Day. You don't have to just celebrate uh, romantically. You can celebrate protonically. Like, all of the group chats that I'm in, everyone said, happy Valentine's. You can have happy Valentine's. Happy Love Day. Um, you can share it with your family as well. Like, you can cook your mom dinner. Or you can, or I mean, in the past, I forget where this comes out later this week. <laughs> but you could have cooked your mom dinner. You could have sent your friend a bubble tea, you know, via Uber Eats. Um, like me, I'm sending Sergio some of the Lady Gaga Oreos. Because for some reason, all the gays in Houston bought up all of the Chromatica Oreos. I can't find them anywhere. <laughs> for whatever reason. For, I can't find them anywhere. And I'm mad. And this is the thing that's feeding into my rage as well. And this morning... I woke up like, oh, it's any other Sunday, the Lord's Day, right? But no, I yeah. wake up to a freezing, yeah. a freezing, a freezing tundra outside. I wake up to my Twitter feed, yeah. my Instagram feed with lovey dovey couples, and I just like I had it at the end of the at the middle of the day, and I was in blind range when I tweet mm-hmm. when I tweeted. You know what, couple people who are celebrating Valentine's, I don't know what exactly I said, but it's like <laughs> divorces are real it was too. <laughs> And I, it's just a warning to people. Yeah, it's a thing. warning. It's a warning. Is it a that's threat? Really what I don't he know. Texted me. And he's he, <laughs> I think the funnier part of it is like I was like at work and here's the thing. I was packing up um over a hundred King's cakes for Mardi Gras, if you don't know what that is. It's basically just uh the 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 like event to celebrate um the three kings that gave baby Jesus the frankincense, myrrh, and whatever other thing they gave him. And I only know that because of a vine. <laughs> Um, what was I even saying? Yeah, so Sergio sent me that, right? And then I was like, why would he send me his own tweet? And the reason I knew it was his own tweet is because he's the only bitch I follow that uses hashtags. <laughs> and he also tweets in auto caps and uses punctuation. So I was like, for what? Like, in my head, I was like, I know we're going to talk about it later on the podcast anyway, but it's just like, why would he not think that 
I would know it's him. <laughs> I just want to make sure you. I think that was re- no. the thing that made it no, even no, no. funnier. I just wanted to make sure you read it because I don't know how many times you go on Twitter and you don't <laughs> probably don't see my tweets or you just pass by. You're like, oh, whatever the fuck this idiot is saying on here. Who fucking cares? I just wanted <laughs> you to read it specifically. No. <laughs> Here's the thing: I don't know what's up with my Twitter. That like I will see every single one of my mutuals tweets, but I will not see Sergio's tweets for whatever reason. I don't know if the algorithm is homophobic or if Jack like just doesn't like Sergio or whatever. But I, for whatever reason, I never see Sergio's tweets. Or he like tweets where like it's not I, I don't see it because also Twitter is like readjusted its algorithm for whatever reason that like it like you have to like manually like, go into your settings and choose mm-hmm. like uh, the timeline properly and not like the the top tweets it's like I don't care about top tweets I just want to see what people are tweeting as the day goes on because I know for some people. It may be alarming when I, like, tweet, like, stupid random shit and then it's like, oh, I want to die or, like, oh, like, just shit myself because sometimes it is like that. And I just want everyone to know that that's how what my brain processes is like at least 70% of the time, you know? It's just it's just rough. I just feel but, uh, like yeah, today... I, t- I feel like last year. Today, <laughs> I have had it with the personal attacks on the holiday on me, personally. Uh, my parents mm-hmm. are in love. Mm-hmm. They're lovey-dovey today. And it's a personal attack on me. Because I have to see it and digest it, and it's annoying <laughs> the fuck out of me. Um, to those who are unhappy couples, congratulations! You made a single person cry today. To those who are not, to those who are <laughs> single, we will, we will get our payback. I don't know how or when, but it's gonna happen. <laughs> That's what I think is funnier is that. Um... You don't. You just close your eyes. Just pretend you don't see it. It's literally not that serious. You're so dramatic for no reason. I mean, a lot of people are bitter about this day as well. But think of it more as like just a self care day. You know, like treat yourself. You self-care. know, get your toys ready. Get the face mask on. Order some Uber Eats. Order some DoorDash. You're telling you, me to do some self care when have- it's like ten degrees outside. Fuck no. The only self-care I, I can do personally oh is stay under a warm blanket. I can't have no one to cuddle with because guess what? I am single. <laughs> you literally have a dog, okay? Scarlet is right there with you. <laughs> oh. I don't know. I think that whole thing is very... Um, not necessarily overrated, but I guess because like I'm not a bitter teen anymore. Because I know when I was like when teenager, I was so I was I was literally like Sergio. I was like, oh, I hate people who are in couples. I hate people who are blah blah blah. Because I never had like a Valentine for like any of my adolescence. Which I mean, I think a lot of people forget that like when you're a teenager, you're still a kid. You don't need to be like having sex or like totally going out agree. on dates or things like that on Valentine's. So just yeah, just have a day with your friends, you know, or like have a day with your family, like make brownies or make a crepe cake or, you know, just like, you know, order Starbucks or something. It doesn't have to be like a whole romantic thing. I think, it's still, I think that's what a lot of people and not just like single people, but a lot of people get wrong about Valentine's Day is that, yes, it's supposed to celebrate love, but it doesn't have to necessarily celebrate um, romantic love. You can celebrate platonic love, familiar love. <sighs> if you just have your cat with you, you know, you can give your cat some wet food. There's so many other ways to celebrate it. Just literally, just like with uh, what the fuck am I talking about? 
just like with Christmas, how we said it, just like with Thanksgiving, there's you don't have to celebrate it the traditional Hallmark holiday. You can make it your own. You know, even if the thing I had to go to work today, it was fucking bullshit, but it was like nice seeing the balloons and seeing people last minute get um, roses and chocolate covered strawberries and macarons and cheesecakes and things like that. But here's the thing: I am someone who loves love. I am all about the pink and the teddy bears and the showing your love is different from other. And Sergio is definitely not. I <laughs> am afraid reason. of commitment. I am afraid of being in something long lasting that will bore me to death. I am mm-hmm. I am afraid of of weddings. Um He's just afraid. I'm just afraid of everything that has to do with intimacy with one other person. I'd rather use abuse and run away. That sounded awful, but I mean, you know, that's what's that was an awful way to say that. I agree. But, I mean, I get, I get what you're saying. Because, again, like, not everyone is ready for those long-term relationships. Or not everyone can be that long-term committed person. Because more power to the people who are, like, old and single. Because some people have been divorced. Some people have been separated. Some people have gone through X, Y, and Z and all that stuff. And I definitely feel like it's cooler to be single as you're older. Because you don't have, to, you don't have anything to tie you down. Mm-hmm. When you're younger, you have, like, so much together. Like, especially if you have kids. You, I mean, you can separate when you have kids, but it's more fucked up for the kid. I feel like, like um, just going, like knowing what I did, what I like. Hold on, I'm <laughs> about what I'm saying. I've never actually celebrated a Valentine's Day. The one day, the one time I was really close was my freshman year of college. I went out with this girl on mm-hmm. the 12th of February, which I now realize it's a very bad idea, and you're setting someone up for false yeah. expectations. You even said it. Um, yeah. let's just say that we made plans for the week after and I didn't show up, which is, was it a shitty thing to do? Yes. But did I ever save myself Absolutely. from a crazy person? Absolutely. So. Yeah. It's a win-win. Because I even think she was, she was like asking you like what y'all were going to do for Valentine's yeah. Day and you're like, we're not even like a thing. Like we're not even like long term or, sh- or even short term. I think that was very, very hilarious. Oh, but also, this is a good segue into, like, learning how to set your boundaries. If you're dating someone and you're just dating, you should probably specify that so that they're not planning your marriage and planning to have kids oh, together and planning God. to adopt someone. Because some people do think that way. Like, they, it's it's a very... Their, the way that their mind works is very, like, linear. Like, it's bop, bop, bop. It's not like, oh, okay, so, like, I'm dating you this week, but then next week I'm going to be with Sarah, and then next month I'm going to be with Tom, you know? Because some people... Because I find, like, that's how I was. Is that, like, I was just... I, like, no, you were as well. Like, you were just dating whoever, like, whichever other the week. There wasn't really commitment to those relationships. So definitely, if you're someone who's like that and not necessarily communicative, make the boundaries clear so that your therapist doesn't know their name and their therapist doesn't know your name and so on and so forth. So forth. Because you can prevent, like, toxicity. And then also, even if, like, you don't end up together as romantic partners, you can always just have a cool friend. Because sometimes that's how it ends up. Like, I think with my first girlfriend ever, we, like, liked each other. And then the more we hung out, we were just friends. And sometimes that's just how it goes, you know? I don't I don't eat where... Not I don't so shit so where I eat. Head. Or whatever the phrase is. I do not like to be friends with people I have romantic... I have sexual or romantic feelings for i just don't like to cross over see that's ever that's where you are a coward because i feel like variety is the spice of life and if you want to have sex with your friends or if you are like interested in being friends with people who you have sex with all the more power to you because you're not emotionally immature like sergio is (laughs) Um, that's just what i think because again like that's not that's that's what (laughs) 
what Sergio is saying is putting up a boundary because he doesn't want to go to dinner with the people that he's having sex with. And that's totally normal and fine. I just like to bully Sergio. You know, when I'm ready to be a real adult, I'll start making those boundaries less and less there. But as a as a mm-hmm. young adult who's having way too much fun in the time of the <laughs> pandemic, I'm not going to do yeah. that anytime soon. Yeah. Um. So um, I want to say it's your life. I had I had takeout today and I received this threat in my fortune cookie, and I'm about to read it. Yes. <clears throat> the fortune it cookie said, "To love deeply in one direction makes us more loving in all others." This is a threat. This is a threat to someone what who is. What does that sing- mean? I don't understand. This is a threat to someone who is single, who is sad, and who's depressed mm-hmm. on Valentine's Day. Who obviously mm-hmm. had, who obviously had mm-hmm. takeout, who has so much SGM in it, who's just ready to fucking die today. This is a threat. <laughs> it's it's MSG. It's MSG. <laughs> Are you sure? Are you sure you were in the fortune, right? <laughs> oh my god! Oh, that made my whole day better. <laughs> oh my god! <coughs> that was a good one. That was. Uh, a, that was. Uh, I am being threatened by my local tugout. <laughs> I do not feel safe in my own na- in my own neighborhood. Literally, as soon as you said One Direction, all I could think of is that stupid song, You don't know you're beautiful. That's exactly what I thought of. I didn't even hear the rest of it. I heard One Direction, and now Horan and the other, Zane and all the other guys just popped up in my brain. Next year, when I'm actually celebrating. But also. (laughs) Next year, when I'm actually celebrating Valentine's Day, that's going to be the song I'm going to play all day. You should. It's so, like weirdly empowering and like self-love because most boy bands are just i mean i don't i'm not here's the thing i'm not a one direction stan i'm not a one directioner i was never any of those like stannies when i was younger um but like that song is like i don't know it's just nice to hear because you know how like boys boy bands are like "Ooh, you're in love with me Ooh, you want to fuck me other things like that and this one's just like you know you're cool even if you're a little ugly <laughs> because they have to make the songs vague so it's like yeah girl um, even though you know you have acne i mean and acne's not bad but you know and i don't even know where i'm going with this but you know what i mean that's what i feel like they're like okay you have a nice person and i like that that was cute the song is basically hey girl you're in your footsie pajamas with your big headgear your retainer your acne filled face but you're still beautiful exactly <laughs> you're underage you're but i'm one day girl. we might fuck <laughs> weren't they like when didn't they start one direction when they were like 18 or 19 so they're not too far I off from their fans i feel like i don't know because i when one Did direction you know? came across i'm like my sister was a big fan but i was like why yeah this isn't like an original idea boy band's been a thing since i've been a kid so i mean i didn't find it like I a mean, big it's thing not, but, but it's nice I don't know. Here's the thing. I love the resurgence of boy bands because I love Big Time Rush. Um, I liked All Time Ro- All Time Low. I liked some of the other bands. But that's the thing. Like, there's a di- I don't know what it is about like bands and like boy bands because you know with like the K-pop idol groups, it's like twenty or like ten or like eight or like mm-hmm. five or however many number members, and they're all like the same sex for whatever reason. 
I don't know what it does, but I don't know. I just think it's so iconic in whatever way. Because I feel like in America, like or like in, at least in Western states or whatever, it so often just like dies out and then has a resurgence. Like with like Big Time Rush and One Direction, and then Five Seconds of Summer? A question mark. I don't know. I did not stand them, but it was What's it was that? like oh my god. I don't know why I'm. Burp. I had pizza. It um what am I even saying? <laughs> it has uh like every every like air decade or era or so they get a resurgence and they just make millions of dollars like one directioners were probably i mean one direction the, uh-huh. the band or whatever was probably like millionaires and like bts is just like sustaining that popularity and has so many uh so much money and also what i thought was interesting is that they're like 30 or something so i don't know if they could be called yeah a boy they're not band, boys BTS, but they can be called <laughs> they're like not boys gr- they're men <laughs> gr- grown men group yeah that w- i thought that was very interesting but yeah hopefully we get some new boy bands within the coming years because i think if we need anything during these hard times we need more boy bands we need more girl groups you know I think you know that's what, what i want to after oh i have two questions but after okay yeah i want a boy band named covid 19 and they're all 19-year-olds, and they're all survived the COVID pandemic. No. No, I hate that. That's a bad idea. That's, that's like, the worst way to, to like, that's the worst name to name your band. <laughs> and there's, and one of their songs can be, I'm so contagious, or you're contagious. Your love is contagious. <gasps> no. I just made three songs on our first debut no. album. <laughs> I think I think instead of that, I think they should just be C nineteen. Like how yeah. I don't cheers like, I don't know what BTS Yeah, that's sexier. Cause I don't know what BTS stands for, but BTS like when you th- like you don't even think of like anything else. BTS is like you think of the the K pop group, you know? So with like C nineteen, although you're thinking of Miss Corona, it could stand for anything. And then you have your nineteen year olds dancing and things like that. And then when you read all the album listing, it's like, whoa, this sounds very familiar because there's Your Love is Contagious, Quarantine Heart, uh, I Can't Breathe, mm-hmm. You Take My Breath Away, uh, what's another thing? Fever. <laughs> <laughs> it's all things related to COVID. No. <laughs> yeah, it's all symptoms. Uh, I don't know. I think that would be like, it would be low key iconic, but also would be really like fucked up to do. So if any celebrities so want to do that, up. y'all can make more money than we can. Do you think? Yeah. This leads to not my, a good PR move. This leads to my other question. Do you think in the future, maybe not in the near future, or maybe like five years from now or maybe eight years from now, do you think there's going to be COVID 19 themed parties? Uh, definitely. Definitely. If people do, like, oh, it's so like, gross the thing not necessarily gross but like that like my first thing is that like people like celebrities will still do blackface at parties so there i can mm-hmm. 100% guarantee you guarantee in like 2050 2060 like the new like 20 year olds and 30 year olds are gonna have a ball with like the corona themed parties because i mean even last year when the beginning of the virus the pandemic and then everything spreading around there were cosplayers literally cosplaying the covid virus so if True. that's what happened at the beginning of the virus, it's gonna get even worse later on. Yeah. You know? I get oh because we were just speaking about boy bands. Did you see what Justin Timberlake um did you see his apology this week? His apology like years late to Britney Seventeen and Janet. Like he's years such a piece late. of shit man. I hate him. Yeah. Also yeah. 
big W for Brittany. Her her estate has her new estate has the same power as her dad does. So now she can legally make her own decisions with her own money. Uh-huh. So this is just the beginning, but we are happy. We are riding the free Brittany train. But that was really really good news this week. Very very good news, and I'm very happy. And, for I, it. and, and I would like to think that Fuck we dad, had a hand. We had a hand in, in the free Britney <laughs> movement because we spoke about it really early on. We really did, but it was also like some of the Stannies had like compiled all the information. So, credit kudos to them for getting the information out there, and kudos to everyone who was on Britney's team for like her legal team and her fans and everything. Because li- literally, if anyone can be an actual like American sweetheart, it's fucking Britney Spears because she has done no wrong and she's a super supportive mother. But yeah, I really do love her. She's amazing. It's Britney, bitch. I wish. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I wish. <clears throat> I don't um, wish I was Britney. Never mind. But Britney, Britney is iconic. Can I tell you one of my growing concerns I've started having this week? What is your growing concern? Well, because Share everyone. The Share with the audience. So, um, with people who listen to this podcast and you know. And our friends know that I'm a lover of The Real Housewives. But to be more precise, a cast member of The Real Housewives of Dallas, her name is Brandy. She's a ginger. Um, She's had her fourth ginger baby. And as we all know, this is not about The Housewives, but this is how my concerns started growing. Um, As we all know, and South Park made it canon and and popularized it, that gingers, and it's made it true... That we all know that gingers don't have souls. So my growing concern mm-hmm. is that we're not sto- we're not stopping the ginger movement. And they're just going to keep on growing and growing. And my fear is, what if the gingers decide they want a soul? And they want to take my soul away. Or my loved one's souls. So I want the listeners and us to pledge to the stop the ginger movement. And pledge $5 to my bank account. Um, there are so many things wrong with everything that she said, and I'm not going to get too into it because I know it's a joke, but I don't know. Here's the thing as well. I feel like I've seen less people with red hair. I feel like oh, so no it's one is a true redhead, at the least mo- over here. The movement is working. Shut up. Oh my God. The podcast is canceled. I'm sorry, guys. This is, a, this is for real, the last episode. We ended well, at episode 32. No more, <laughs> no less. Sergio's well, canceled indefinitely. I will Friends say crimes against I'm ginger half people. ginger because my beard is red. So this is just like a growing concern for people who have souls like I do and people who have full souls. So how do we stop myself as half a ginger and all full gingers from getting those souls? I mean, they can't really go outside anyway because their skin is very pale, and also some of them burn very easily. So, like vampires. Um, I think, yeah, like vampires. But I don't know. I have no qualms with them. They're just living their lives. I am not a part of this movement. Whatever, if you can even call it that, it's just Sergio <laughs> being obtuse. <laughs> I was just really concerned for the gingers. Okay, well, against the gingers. Not, we should not massacre gingers. I'm just yeah, saying that. Yeah, exactly. But maybe, you know, keep them far away from you. Am I promoting, like, xenophobia in a way? Was... I mean, 
it's not necessarily xenophobia, but it is like fucked up that you bring prejudice towards ginger people, even if it is in a comedic light. That's why I'm like, I'm not going to say anything about this. <laughs> we're going to have you're... a long talk after the podcast, guys. I'll get him straight. Don't worry. If you're offended in any way, I apologize. I apologize for you being ginger or you knowing a ginger in your life. I think their red hair is really cute. That's all I'm going to say. And they have freckles. You know, they're cute. I, they're like cute I, little ghosts. They're little ghosts. Is it okay? And I will say something. I've had like maybe visions or dreams that will end up with a ginger. Maybe that's just your future. Maybe, I, that's I, how. It, that's just how it's going to end. I think so. I think and that's what I've been dreaming so. a lot lately. Well, not lately, but I have dreams here and there about someone who's ginger and they're mm-hmm. my partner. This is really weird. In in my scientific expert witchy opinion, I definitely think that because you're so vehemently against gingers for whatever reasons you may have, whether they be comedic, political, offensive, or not, you will probably end up with someone who is a ginger eventually in your old old crusty days you're just gonna see them at the old folks home and you're both are gonna shit yourself at the same time and you'll laugh about it i think it's gonna be beautiful honestly it's gonna be a great union in my opinion i'm fine i'm fine with that (laughs) that's my prediction and watch it's gonna come true and you're gonna shit yourself you're really gonna lose your mind we could talk about it at my wedding. We could play this clip exactly at the wedding. We should. Imagine getting married when you're like 92. Isn't that crazy? Oh, God. Uh, how exactly? That's old. I mean, imagine being. I know people do it, but how exactly do you do the <laughs> traditional wedding stuff when you're 90 something? Um, I think you, like, have your kids or your, uh, you have your kids or, like, the hospital staff or your family members, like, hold the ceremony for you and they, like, rule you out to the, um, the altar. Uh, Yeah, that's what it's called. And then you say your vows and then they take, like, 20 minutes to kiss because they're so old they can't move. Have you? I know. Okay, be honest. I know. Have you ever Uh seen... Have you ever seen a, like, healthy and able, like, old, like 90 year old? And I feel like once you, like, hit, like, 70, I feel like you're, like, bed-bound or, like, house-bound. And I don't want to be, like, ageist um, or anything, but I just, like, have never seen a person who's, like, a young chicken at that age. Because I feel like 65 is, like, the peak, and then you just, like, shrink and you get, like, tiny. Well, here's the thing. Uh, so my grandmother passed away when she was 92, I believe. And the thing that took her down was COVID. Yeah. You know, it's not like she was dying from disease mm-hmm. or anything. So, and my grandmother could walk fine. She didn't really need help. And she was also blind in one eye. Well, she was practically blind in both yeah. eyes. So she could she could walk fine mm-hmm. because she knew the area she was walking in. Um, but she seemed like a strong woman because she went to the hospital so many times and she wouldn't give up. And the thing that did was COVID. So, um, that's probably my example of it. But other, other than that, I don't really hang around old people all that much and old people kind of give me the heebie jeebies. So no, thank you. 
Yeah, old people terrify me. Old people and like babies and young people all terrify all terrify me. <laughs> so because <laughs> at any moment anything could go wrong. Yeah, I don't know what it is, but it's just like I only want to be around people my age for like the rest of my life because like old people are so weird and then young people are like like to overshare and are kind of gross and then babies I just don't want to be near them. I love them and I'll be a mom eventually one day, but like not now. Not not at my mentally ill age peak of my life 24. No thank okay. you. Okay. Um I do you have you ever had the feeling that something evil is going around or there's an evil presence around you? Yeah, okay, like, but it's less, like, menacing, and it's more, like, uh, anxiety-inducing. Like, it's more, like, um, like, malice and not, Mm -hmm. like, malevolent, if that makes sense. I mean, I guess they're kind of, like, synonyms, but it's less evil and more, like, spooky. That's how, that's how I, that's how, that's Uh how I feel. That's how it feels around me. Okay, I get that presence every time when I'm around old people or babies. Nothing that's else fair, in between, but only babies old and old so... people. <laughs> yeah, that's how it feels, honestly, because they're both like scary. Not necessarily uh-huh. scary, but they both like can die at any moment, or like they can like cause drama at any moment. Oh my god! Like one of the people who's like mostly problematic at my jobs is like literally one of the older ladies who works with us, and it's oh, like, yeah. why are you like this? Like, why can't you just? Get along with us. I don't understand. I had one cousin who gave me her, like, newborn. And this was, like, years ago. She, like, mm-hmm. gave me her newborn so I can carry it. I was not asking to carry this child. Nor did I want it. Um, she yeah. just handed it to me. And what are you going to yeah. do when you're not paying attention? You're just going to open your arms. I had this baby. Well, a toddler. Well, I mean, it was mm-hmm. bigger than newborn. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> you know, there's in-between sizes. Yeah. It was in, in that in-between size. This thing was too fucking huge. Yeah. It started slipping out of my fingers. And I was like, Mom, help me, help me, help me. She was across the room. She ran across the room <laughs> and she grabbed the sleeping baby. I was like, I don't want it. I don't want it. And it was so fucking annoying. I have, what is, I guess, I guess a niece. Yeah, I guess I have a niece. Um, she is a sweet, sweet child, and I love her so much. But when I hold her, I am terrified. I'm going to, like, just drop her or anything like that. Because she's so fragile, and she's so little. I mean, now she's, like, ginormous because, you know, like, babies, like, after they're, like, born, they just get humongous, and she's, like, oh, almost starting to walk, and she's crawling, and she's shooting herself all the time, you know, she's as babies do. But I'm just, like, so scared. Like, if I hold her, like, the worst things are going to happen. I don't know if it's just, like, anxiety or it's just, like, I'm not – I don't have that maternal instinct kicking in yet. But she is such a sweetie and I love her. And although I don't have as many babies in my life now, there are still people who are babies to me because they are younger than me. Have you ever fat-shamed a baby? Because I have. Have I? No, they're babies. They can't control their body. They're so- also, you can't even fashion babies because if you look at a baby and you look at yourself, you're basically like the same. One is bigger, one is smaller. So <laughs> I literally I'm went not up, wrong in your I literally went up to a baby and I was like, look at that porker's eat. <laughs> no. Uh, Don't say that. You know, so I'm, you know, I see myself as a fun uncle, but never the fun dad. 
Yeah, it's definitely it's definitely easier to be an aunt or an uncle. I feel like because you don't have to like you're not with the child twenty four seven. Like one of my old co- my, one of my coworkers who recently uh, left the job, he like he like loves his nieces so much. Like she, I think she's like I think he said to think she was like four or something. <coughs> but like he like wants to share with her all like the old media and things like that. Uh-huh. And he sounds like a really good uncle. I don't know. I think it's fairly easier. To be our uncle than it is to like be with the kid because also but also I feel like a lot of parents don't realize that they're not ready to be parents yet because they're like literally tired of their kids and it's yep. like you know like that's your child right like you cannot you can get tired like yeah you can like feel tired and exhausted of them but it's like don't think that because they're your kid that you can just like be like oh go away like oh drop them off whatever like yes you have you're entitled to your own space and time but like that's your kid 24 7 there's no off switch there's no like oh you're not my kid today you know and i feel like Mm -hmm. that's the downfall of a lot of newer parents is that they realize that you don't have time to yourself a lot anymore because your kid needs that attention literally 24 7 because they don't know how to do anything themselves until they're like 14 but that's my that's my rant yeah, I totally agree with you. I've seen that happen with some family members I have, um, and I agree. I'm not going to yeah. name names because I don't know if they listen to this podcast, and if they do, they could go fuck themselves. Um, but I just want to I mean, be the fun. <laughs> I, I want to be the fun uncle to my friends' kids, my sister's kids. Well, you know where those kids go up to me and go like, mm-hmm. "Hey, Uncle Sergio or Uncle Serge, whatever they want to call me." You know, I'm not going to be too big on the name. They're like, "Hey, how do you smoke a cigarette?" I could just go like, "Yeah, I hear you smoke a cigarette," and just give them the cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> no, do not do that. <laughs> that's more like a. That's not even a fun uncle. That's just like <laughs> they're being not like, the worst well, adults. Also, these kids are like sixteen years old. Okay, they're not three. <laughs> okay, yeah, if they're sixteen. I guess it's okay. But if they're like four, they're like, hey, what? What's a cigarette? <laughs> okay, so like when all of my kids are like when everyone's kids is like, yeah. <laughs> When they're like sixteen or seventeen, we can all like gather them up and we'll just have a vaping contest with them. And obviously, I'm gonna win. Uh, I doubt the it. That's the plan. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like I can inhale pretty long. In my opinion, I don't know. We will have to see it. Oh, Cecilia, what do you have, have you going ever on for the vaped? Rest? Yes, I've babysat. No, not babysit. Vaped. V-A-P-E-D. Oh, vaped? Vaped? I vaped. It's not my thing. I rather yes. smoke. I rather smoke an actual cigarette. Um, yeah. It's an, it's yeah. a nasty habit either way, but, you know, I rather smoke a cigarette than vape. Yeah, I, smoking is definitely... I don't know if it's because of the ads or whatever, but smoking definitely feels sexier than yes, vaping. Yes, it does. Vaping just seems gross. I mean, I'll do it, but it's not like what I want to do. I'd rather just smoke a cigarette, but cigarettes are so bad for you, and I feel so gross after smoking a cigarette, hence why I only do it when I'm drunk. <laughs> but yeah. You know, nothing. like I said on this podcast how mean women turn me on. Watching anyone smoke who is, like, average-looking, and they smoke, they just become instantly hotter, hotter <laughs> to me. So it's just one of those things, you know? Uh, so, yeah, I agree. Smoking is sexy. Yeah. Bringing sexy back with smoking. Yeah, smoking is sexy. Uh, <laughs> that's so problematic. Anyway, um, I have 
that I literally have to work the rest of the week and I'm very tired and I really just want to get to Wednesday because I have Wednesday off and then I work Thursday and then I have the weekend off. So <laughs> I'm looking forward to my days off, not looking forward to work at all. I'm quite the opposite. I'm so wor- I'm so tired today that I'm looking forward not looking forward to Monday. But I can tell you from comparing <laughs> this current job I have to the last job I had, I have no anxiety working throughout the whole yeah. week. It's actually kind of great. That's cool. That's cool. Yeah. That's really that's really good. That's really nice. That's good to hear. Honestly, Oh, I wish I had an accent. I wish I could do accents. I'm never going to not let that go. Aloe vera. The Aloe accent vera. one? I wish I could say it. my name yeah, is I, No, I wish Sergio. I had it. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> that's, not, that's not it. I'm going to start watching um, I'm gonna start watching Love Island uh-huh. so that I can... Uh, get an accent. Uh, okay, so now you meant now that you mentioned accents, and I remember last week we talked about next. Mm-hmm. I was seeing this thing on YouTube, yeah. and it reminded me of something else, which reminded me of what I'm going to talk about yeah. now. Back in 2014, okay. I believe there was a show called um, "Do You Want to Marry Prince Harry." And they got this guy who looked like Prince Harry, and they convinced 18 American women that it was Prince Harry. And this was being recorded Mm -hmm. for reality TV. These women were dumb as fuck. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, okay. When we look, when we look at the comparison to the impersonator, to like actual Prince Harry, I feel like if you heard of Prince Harry and you only seen pictures of him with princess die it can kind of pass but if you know what prince harry looks like that's not that's not what he looks like in my opinion <laughs> this guy named matt uh british man brit matt brit he didn't look anything like prince harry maybe like 42 45 percent he looked like him he only had the ginger part down anything yeah. else he didn't look like him at all yeah and these women were fi- were fooled, which makes me think maybe they were having they were getting e snuck in their water to make them hallucinate that they were actually with mm-hmm. Prince Harry. Because then it's insane to think a royal is going to be willing to date eighteen mm-hmm. American women all taped on TV for TV. That is insane. Yeah, I feel like that's like that's like against the rules of being like royalty or whatever. It's also, also unethical. I don't really care about colonizers, so. <laughs> What do you mean it's unethical? Like to lie You're to lying people or like that he's not the women. real He's pretending to be someone else. It <laughs> is mean... the original catfishing. <laughs> uh, I feel like catfishing has existed for a long time. It's just oh, like probably. gone gone under so many different um, terminologies or like different terms. And by the way, it's also like you're making you have a bu- you made a budget for a show. It's only going to last one season. Why would you want to make a show that only is going to have one season? What are you going to do for season two? I don't know. I feel like some of the better shows, as awful as they are, are better left at one season. I mean, things like things like the cat, Catfish, the show, even though I hate Nev. Nev's a bitch. Um, uh, what am I even saying? <sighs> like, 
that one you would want more seasons of, right? But like K plus eight or like um that other show with like the kid idols, not the kid idols, uh the pageant shows. I don't really oh, want to see more than one season, if even that, you know? Yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to watch more than one episode of that, yeah. honestly. Same thing with Jersey Shore. You know, I love Jersey Shore when it was on. And I believe mm-hmm. last summer I rewatched it with my sister. And I can tell you, that show should have just stayed one season. We didn't need five additional seasons with them doing the same thing. And also, definitely, like, the first season and the second season were the best. Anything after yes. that was way too drawn out and bad. Oh my yeah, god, my favorite I mean, my favorite screen cap uh-huh. ever, 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 ever from the show is when it's Sam and Ronnie in bed and <laughs> he's like he's she's like mad at him because he made fun of her toes. And <laughs> it's so funny. I don't even know where it's from, but it's just so so funny and I love that one. Fuck Ronnie, Ronnie can go to hell, but the, their dynamic was so awful. It, it was so fucking and so fucking toxic and the idea of two friends telling yeah. their friend that their boyfriend cheated on them on note makes no sense because who else will write that but your friend mm-hmm. who's living with you <laughs> watching that just gonna yeah. know it was someone in the house yeah <laughs> oh yeah i miss that stupidity that was also was iconic <laughs> Sam, Ronnie had his has head between the waitress's boobs at the bar when you were at home crying that night or whatever it was. Oh, it was so good. That was a moment in time for reality TV, and I know as good as like Big Brother and Love Island and all those other shows are, they can never match the ridiculousness and candidness as the Jersey Shore, and that's just facts. That's just period. That's just how it is. Mm, I just think I agree with you just because like uh, like the Georgia Shore didn't really have like a story arc going on for everyone else so it was just kind of like oh we'll just Mm -mm. see what these six idiots do for the rest of the night you know which is like get hammered yell out something about t-shirts and getting uh, and calling ugly women grenades gym tan laundry (laughs) you know and that was the whole show the grenades thing I think is yeah, I think that's very specific to Jersey because I feel like you just call them uh, like or like Butterface. I feel like Butterface is a very like northern slang thing. Like you just call them ugly, you know, or just say they have a unique personality because that's how people in the South say that their uh, people are ugly. <laughs> like I'm sure she's nice, you know. I'm sure she's a good person. <laughs> but also, like, why those I think are more pretty. okay. I totally agree with you. What's the whole point? Like, I I think what's the whole point of telling them they're grenades in front of their face? Like, if you don't like it, just say, mm-hmm. I'm tired. I'm going to my bed. Or, like, I'm not interested. And just, why calm grenades in front of their face? I mean, it's just stupid. Yeah, that's fucked up. Yeah, <clears throat> I agree. Oh, but I think one, I don't know, if it, it was, I think, a big brother, the celebrity season. Gemma Collins. Gemma Collins, I don't know if she's problematic or not, but god damn, that woman has a fucking brick for her brain. She has... Some really good one-liners. And I encourage everyone to like look up some Gemma Collins uh, clips after this episode ends. Or now, pause and come back. Because, God, this woman is a goldmine of nonsense. And also, Tiffany Pollard in Big Brother as well <gasps> was yes. also iconic. Because I think like 
Gemma, yeah, Gemma gave her like shoes or whatever, and then she asked for them back. And she's like, "Fuck you, buying your shoes. I don't want your shoes anyway." That was that was iconic as well. But Tiffany Pollard's been iconic since her New York days on uh, Favorite Flay of Love, when she was and when she spit in Pumpkin's true, mouth but- and she said she was smell like shit. Yeah, but we can no longer stand because she made transphobic comments. Oh, so, true. An unstanding, unstand. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, so, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, people have to like remind everyone like every week or so yeah. because people just gloss over it. But it's like you, like, transphobia shouldn't be taken lightly. You know, people's identity is people's identity. Well, That's something of, that you shouldn't fuck with. Okay, it's also kind of like you know when tequila, tequila tequila was a huge thing. Well, maybe not a huge thing, but she was a thing. Back in the eight, late two thousands, and she yeah. made that Nazi comment, and that she was in a Nazi as well. She was saying yeah. people like "fuck tequila." tequila. Uh, I forget yeah, how did she become famous? Because she was just bi and Asian, and she and- was. I think she was on one of the. She was like, I think she got her show the same way. Um, Tiffany Polar did on Flavor of Love uh, is that she was just a uh, on one of the other random VH1 love shows and people just she was like a fan favorite so they gave her one because I know I think Tila Tequila Shot at Love was also a show. Yeah, that's what it was MTV. called. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and they kind of rebooted the title with using Benny and Polly Double Shot of Love. I know they did that like two or three years ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, <sighs> MTV Thing, always given yeah. us the most problematic reality stars. The, they honestly do. Like everyone is just awful on there because even like same thing with like one of the teen teen moms. She like became like an adult video star, which is like you know do what you want to do. But it's like everyone knew her from Teen Mom, and so like she's never gonna get rid of the Teen Mom title. You know, no, even now never, people never, would be never. like Teen Mom starlet. Da, 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 da. Yeah, exactly. Like that's think... legacy bitch on Teen yeah. Mom. And not only that, I think whenever they did her sex tape, they just called it Team Mom, Team Mom something, and it's just like, and then, yeah, the thing that got her kicked off of Team so. Mom is because she thought she was like the star of the show because she did porn. She, I know she like fucked James Dean, who's like was canceled like a couple years ago, even though he's a porn star because a whole bunch of women said that. Oh my god, he did stuff I to actually. Them. Um, yeah he's a piece of shit i actually saw the sex tape uh i think after it came out or whatever it's not good it's like there's nothing to really like enjoy honestly it's just yeah it's not even good she sucks she's awful at her her job if that's her only job god yeah you know she seems a person to like james can die and go to hell yeah, I totally agree. She seems the type of person who half-assed her job at the, at the set, where she's like, hey, Farrah, you got a moan? And she's like, literally. Uh, uh, uh. <laughs> yeah, literally, that's all it was. It was so not good. And granted, I don't know how much direct, like, the directors actually do direct in porn. I don't know that part of the adult video world. But whatever the director and the camera movement was for this was just, like, not it at all. It was very not sexy. The whole thing was very not sexy. (laughs) I just know when there's, like, loud music and porn, and I know this because I have friends who work in the sex industry now. And um, yeah. <clears throat> when there's like loud music where you can barely hear the audio, uh, it's because there's a lot of directional work going on in the back in the behind the scenes. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. 
Well, now everyone knows the secret. Thank you for hearing. <laughs> now everyone, when you guys watch porn, if it's a music, it's not good. <laughs> yeah. It's just nonsense happening. <laughs> it's just some man, a I'm bald never man. Forget. There's like we're just telling the girl to moan harder and man. to and the dude to plow her harder. <laughs> um, one of the iconic things I don't know what it was from, but it's like the they're like uh, on set and they're like finishing up everything right, and like the dude finishes, but the the jizz like gets on the guys on the, one of the camera guys' faces instead. And one of the guys in the and like that's holding the camera in the back, like do behind the scenes, I guess, captures it perfectly. So you see him like finish, and then the guy turns, and you can see it all over his face. And that's like such a like thing that I saw on the internet that I'm never gonna forget. And I never like kn- I don't know where the video source is, but it is a GIF, and I'm sure if you look long enough, you will find it. But it's very iconic. But it is very old, I think, like 2000s, I think, because it doesn't look like any new porn. And also, the GIF is like. <laughs> In 420, so it's not oh, very no. high quality because and people would produce like 4K high quality gifts now. Yeah. Oh, porn! It's something that keeps on giving us something to get off at. Um, <clears throat> it's also kind of really weird to yes. think people our age are like addicted to porn, or because I know this as well that people, men my age, they have to watch porn while they're getting when they're having sex with someone else. Because you can't get it up otherwise. It's really weird how, um, as I mentioned before in this podcast, I mm-hmm. was a latecomer to, uh, no pun intended, to porn. I, it wasn't <laughs> really, <laughs> it wasn't really, I think I sucked, seeked out after being, like, being younger. Mm-hmm. But, um, yeah, there's mm-hmm. like people our age who are like addicted to porn and just like, you know, watch with caution. Get off. And then relax and maybe, you know, go at it without it again. Sucks there. Sucks advice from me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think definitely because of like the high media exposure. And it's not that like I was like addicted to it, but it is very, it's a very easy like rabbit hole to get caught up in just because there's so much content online, whether you pay for it or not. If you, if you are a good person, you should definitely pay for your porn, pay for those OnlyFans, mm-hmm. pay for those Patreon sets or whatever you may have. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, I just don't understand. I mean, again, like maybe they're lonely or maybe they're neat or other things like that. There's like a lot of, um, underlying factors that can go on with, um, sex addiction and or porn addiction, but it's definitely an illness because like I've, yes. I haven't like read any articles during my like university studies, but it can get very, very severe and very debilitating mm-hmm. to the point where, like, you cannot hold a drug, you cannot even eat, you, you literally, like, the only thing on your mind, like, just when you're addicted to drug, the only thing on your mind is sex, the only thing on your mind is porn. It gets very, very bad out of hand. So, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Um, if you are someone you know, who's definitely on the deeper end of things, if you happen to listen to this podcast, um, get some help. Help is yeah. available. Talk to someone who, who has who is licensed. Do not listen to two buffoons on a podcast drinking and talking about sex therapy. Exactly. Um, but I will say the exactly. imagination is a powerful tool and it can be much more powerful, much more pleasurable than the video. Yeah, one of my friends literally didn't know that you could like masturbate. And so she was literally just having orgasms with her brain and her mind. So, you know, everyone is powerful. Everyone is on another level of ascension. So, you know, figure out what you can do. <laughs> And if you if nothing works for you, can just go back and watch that Teen Mom porn video. Maybe that will help. Maybe that's your. Ugh. 
Uh, Do you-, you have to specify the Farrah Abrams, not Teen Mom. Oh, shit. Yeah, that's all, probably a genre. The Farrah Abraham Teen Mom video. Um, Do you uh, do you yeah. watch a celebrity sex tape? Is that a, like a thing you don't do anymore? Or like, or is it so cool to watch? I guess that's not the word. Is it? Oh, <laughs> fuck the rest of the question. What? Have you seen any celebrity sex tape videos? The only one that I've seen is the Farrah Abram ones and then, like, a small snippet of the Kim Kardashian one. Because, honestly, I feel like when people leak those, it's, like, a violation of uh, privacy. Yes, I agree. Um, And even, like, the one, like, with Ray J and Kim K is, like, a violation of privacy. But the Farrah Abrams was, like, a paid deal. So that one was, like, um, I'm going to watch it if it's there. But the Kim K one one was also, like, really cheesy. I didn't like that one. I mean, again, like, it wasn't for me. It was meant for them. But as a viewer who had happened to watch a snippet of it, I didn't like it. I watched the Kim Kardashian one. I saw, like, two seconds of it in school when mm-hmm. the dudes were, like, I guess they were spamming other kids with their with the video, like, clip on their phones. And I got it from mm-hmm. one of my classmates, and that's how I watched it. And when I saw what it was, I just turned it off. Um... It's not cool to spam people with sex videos. <laughs> I agree. Yeah. <sighs> well, Sorry, this I'm been... eating. I'm eating a chocolate covered uh, peanut. This has been a wild ride. We talking about our hate, our common hate for gingers. Mm-hmm. Um, how, how much we hate Valentine's. I don't hate gingers. <laughs> don't say that. Uh, um, my hatred for Valentine's Day and sex tapes. Just a regular episode of Project Tonic That's here. Bad. Literally just a normal <laughs> weekly episode of Bullshittery. Would you like to share this week's cocktail of the week, Sergio? Yes, our cocktail of the week this week is because it is Valentine's Day, but you will hear this a whole week after. It is a rose and gin- <laughs> a, ri- a rose and ginger paloma. Uh, let me scroll down to get the. Yay. Ingredients. You will need one fourth cup of fresh grapefruit juice, two ounces of silver mm-hmm. tequila. But I'll just say, go ahead and do whatever tequila you want. One teaspoon of fresh lime juice, lime, not lemon. And if you don't know what a lime is, it is a green lemon. Uh, one to two teaspoons <laughs> of rose water, and to top it all all off, you will ha- need to have. Surprisingly enough, a ginger beer. <laughs> I isn't I don't um well I guess if it's tequila it is considered a paloma. Um I don't know. I yeah. don't drink palomas, I don't have them often, but they do look really delicious and really yummy. This actually looks oh, delicious. And I think um if you want to make Go ahead, Tizulia. What? Oh. Well then I say anyway. I think if you want to make this sweeter, because I feel like a lot of the cocktails that we happen to come upon are very sour and or maybe very tart, perhaps. Um, you can uh, swap out the plain rose water for a rose syrup, maybe do rose vanilla or rose and lime to boost up the lime flavor. I think that would be, I think that makes a much more sweeter, much more refreshing drink. But the original recipe does sound very nice. So if you want to try it, try it. Um, I don't have any ingredients to do so. But it, but it sounds refreshing. It sounds um, nice. 
But also, if you want to have a little bit of more rush this year for Valentine's Day, of course, you're listening to this on a Wednesday after Valentine's Day. Um, but maybe take this advice yeah. for next year. Crush up a little bit. You know those classic, classic Valentine's candy that says be mine on the little hearts or not? Crush a little bit, a little bit in your mm-hmm. hand and snort it. It will make you feel like you're high. It will make your nose burn. And, but you will feel the love and all the little heart messages. Um, don't do that. Anyway, if you would like to follow our podcast socials, we are at Tonic Pod on Twitter, Project Tonic on Instagram, Project Tonic on YouTube. Please give us five stars. Leave us a review on Apple Podcasts if you would be so inclined to do so. My personal... Uh, what the fuck are they called? My personal socials are at Isnosomnia, I-S-N-O-S-O-M-N-I-A on Twitter and Instagram. I am Cecilia G on YouTube if you'd like to subscribe. And I have my own personal podcast called No One's Home on Anchor, Spotify, and available where other podcasts you can, whatever the fuck, Sergio, get, tell us yours and give us a cool goodbye Valentine's heartfelt message to end the episode. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well... Since Valentine's Day is, Valentine's Day, is, Day is over, so I'm not rage-tweeting anymore. Um, but I will also say I'm no longer rage-tweeting or tweeting politically since the Trump administration has left the White House. I have a sense of relief. I can sleep at night. But if you want to see whatever bullshit I'm tweeting, like from the other problems in my life, mm-hmm. or what other idiocracies come <laughs> across my head, you can follow me at search thoughts, both on Twitter and Instagram. And for my lo- for my message for all our people who are listening to this podcast, if you're lonely and your friends are coupled up and everything and they're all being all romantic, just threaten them and tell them they can't get married until you're in a serious relationship. That's what I've done with all my friends. And I will keep doing until I'm getting married. Yeah. <laughs> Given it's an ultimatum or nothing. Thanks for listening, guys. We will see you next week's episode. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>